are recording. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Glow Show. I feel like we, I wish, the. I wish, okay, this is going to be controversial. I, it's not that I wish copyright infringements didn't exist, because I'm glad that artists, like, get paid for their work. However, I do wish that, like, you had a 10-second rule where you could use, like, 10 seconds of any song and it wouldn't be copyright struck. Because, what is that noise? It's a bomb. You have the ears of, like, a prey animal. Okay. What was that? Explain that one. <laughs> It was a bomb. It wasn't a bomb. It's just freaky that we're hearing weird shit. Okay, so. Well, you know, they think the haunt. Somebody in like two podcasts ago said the house was haunted because they saw a light. light go up on our. I have to say, when I first watched that. We when, were freaked. Whenever. And here's the thing just for me saying this now, there's going to be a million. There's a ghost in the background. I know. But every time I see someone comment that, my heart legitimately drops. Same. Because I'm like, all right. This is the link that I'm going to click on that's going to force me to move. I know. I know. But, so maybe keep saying it and then we can move. Yeah. Um, I feel like the, really it's just when we did our first initial, we never did an update to it. But we were like, here's our unrenovated house. And we were going to do an update when the house was renovated. But the house has never been renovated fully. So we've never <laughs> done an update. Here's our still unrenovated yeah, house. So really not a lot has changed. No, I did. I showed the, told them all about our thermostat. Oh, you and- did give those updates, yes. But so um, we, we did that. And somebody in the thing was like, oh, my God, a latch moved in the basement. Like, your house is haunted. And we watched it like 20 million times we watched this one second part of the clip over and over again and we we determined it was just the light like being weird because yeah. nine times out of ten that's what it is and the tenth time it's Although, a ghost um but if it was a ghost in this house we know who lived here and we know what happened to them because they were our like relatives so, so they would be nice yeah. they'd be nice ghosts i feel like we do have a I feel like they're looking out for us a mystery latch on the outside of our house that i don't know where it goes what yeah. No, we don't. No, we dead ass do. We have... Remember, I thought I told you this. What do you mean we have a mystery latch? Right outside this window, on the bottom right-hand side. No, that's just a boarded-up window. But there's no window there because the base... There's no basement there. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> the, base, the, base, the basement doesn't, isn't there. It's Are not, you joking? No, I'm Charles, not. Charles, why did you tell me that? Well, what I think it is, is I think it's either, because this house used to run on coal and oil. Yeah. So I think either it was a hatch that they used for coal, and it's just boarded up on both sides, or it's like a crawl space to get under the walls. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> a crawl space to get under the walls. Nothing sketchy about either that. Either I'm not nothing, going in there. Nothing creepy that could be happen there. I swear, when we saw this house, we just got to be like, no questions asked. Yeah, just that's, literally that's, buy it. That's the plan. <laughs> just buy it. Um, so, how are you uh, doing? How, are, how was your week? It was okay. We don't talk other than um, this podcast, yeah. so this is our time to we catch up. We actually don't talk at all when the cameras are off. No off-camera um, talking happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, the haters are right. Our marriage <laughs> is fake. Um, we're actually getting a is, divorce. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't is, gotten married we're yet. We're not even married yet. We're getting a divorce. The divorce is uh, pending. That we only talk to each other when we're getting paid to do so. Yeah. Uh, via ad revenue. Which, so, honestly, uh, it's a mutually beneficial relationship, yeah. so we're fine with it. No. Um, well, today kind of sucks. I can barely speak. Yeah. Because I just, for those of you, the, uh, the very obscure few of you who may or may not have taught the geometry class in the past... My classes are finally entering the stage where we're going to start doing some proof writing. And in order to get ready for the proof writing, 
we did we built a proof toolkit today, which unfortunately for my students uh, was basically forty five minutes of notes with a five minute break in. So I don't normally do that, but I had to. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. Other than cutting it into two lessons, which is kind of just a waste. Um, yeah. So my uh, my throat hurts hella bad right now. How do you feel marrying somebody whose math skills rival that of a third graders? Well. Because um, <laughs> you talk about math sometimes, and my eyes glaze over because I have no idea. What I you're love talking you about. so much, but it's not just math. I have... <laughs> the other day, the other day, I talked about a foil literary device, and you're like, "Oh, Mister Fancy, talking about a literary device," and I was like, "What because... school did you go to?" <laughs> it, was, it was a school. You in thought the What animal was it? There was some animal that you thought lived in the rainforest. Wait, don't bring that up because that happened on a live stream and I've never been more embarrassed in my whole life. Here's my thing. I I feel like I am very, very smart about the things I'm smart about. You are. And then when it comes to things I know nothing about, absolutely stupid. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what you I'm talking about. You are very smart in the things you are smart about. Yes. There just happens to be some gaps yes. in the foundations. Some gaps. And it's, I don't That's blame you. That's a really you. good way to put it. I gaps in the you. foundation. I blame your school that no, had a graduation no, class you want to know what actually, of 69 not, and still taught re, uh, creationism. No, they didn't. That did not. It's not, you mock my smalls. <laughs> it's not my high school. The problem was my middle school and the, it wasn't even the middle school that I went to. The problem was that I did not go to middle school because I made a video about this like a very long time ago but long story short i had severe like six different concussions and i had post-concussion syndrome and as a result i ended up missing i'm not joking i got the concussion like my second month of sixth grade and i was not back to normal until ninth grade so for those three years of jerry's still out on whether we're back to normal (laughs) yet for those three years of middle school i was not in school and when i was it was very sporadic so that's why i genuinely feel like i'm missing that like foundational knowledge because yeah. I just like was not present in school. Like yeah. I don't know who passed me or how that happened, but I was like doing uh, I was doing like homeschooling, I was doing like I was at random schools and then I switched schools and it was like a whole thing. So mm-hmm. I uh I think that's where it, it, the the gap happens. I don't think it's yeah. my high school's fault. My high school is one of the top high schools in the country. You keep saying that. <laughs> it is. Like, <laughs> test scores, according to the test you scores. That. My high school, at least, I don't you know, know if I believe I'm going to say this. You have told me stories about your high school experience that your brother kept a machete in his locker for that protection. Was, that was college. So I don't want to hear that, that your high school was that better was than college. my high school. That wasn't high school. Uh huh. He had a machete that he kept in Why his did he closet? have a locker? He didn't have a lot. See, so you're lying right now. You're, you're covering for him. two stories. No, you're covering for you're him. You're confusing the story that in the locker at school, I used to have, this is so <laughs> obscure, and you guys never, ever wanted to know this, but a cold water pipe ran in between mine and Angela's lockers. Mm-hmm. So our lockers were always, like, near fridge temperature, like, like cold. Like, you, mm-hmm. could, you could, like, keep things cold in there. Okay. So we used to sell... Uh, energy drinks out of our lockers because they were always cold. Okay. You're confusing I'm not confusing story. the two. You definitely told me that your brother had a machete in his locker in school for protection. No. You absolutely told me that. She also had a pickaxe in college. He was a geology major. He went out into the wild and did things. Don't blame it on him. He's also crazy. I feel like that's part of I'll it. I'll never forget the day that he was drunk. Mm-hmm. And oh, God. He, there was this, there was some, our friend brought like some, one of his there was some new girl that we had never met before, and he was trying to like impress her. Mm. She was kind of cute, and he she was what? 
<laughs> and what he, do you mean? And he pulled out his pickaxe to be like, yeah, I have a pickaxe. Because <laughs> that's how you impress and women. And pickaxed himself so deep in the leg that he thought he was going to need stitches. And this this woman, this this girl, I mean, we were only 19. Oh, my God. I mean, 21. We were 21. Oh, yeah. 21. Um, Always happened, legal drinking. Happened to be a first aid responder. Oh. And she, like, did triage on his leg, which was... <laughs> Which had like a two-inch puncture hole. I feel in like it. it would be iconic if we were like, and now they're married. And yeah, that's how they, no, no, they didn't. No. That, that didn't happen that way. Yeah, that's really funny. I also, I, again, this is so random, but I really pissed that girl off. Why? Because I listen. I was at the time. Mm-hmm. I was in like a six-year-long relationship. Yeah. I had lost all skill for talking to like girls. Yeah, and I Fair. said to her that she may have looked like a kid that I used to wrestle with, who was a male. And then, and, and then, you didn't. I did. Oh my god! Why did you, as a compliment? I, no, but she, I was just like, oh, she looks. You look kind of. Are you related to so and so? Okay, okay, used to, okay. Like I used to wrestle I got with them. It, they were got like, it. no. And then I pulled up a picture. Got and it. was like, wow, you look exactly like him. Got it. But I, which is not like. I get where I get where that could have been offensive for she her. Was, yeah. She was a little upset. I probably would have also been a little upset, so I can understand. You know, I didn't that. mean to be. No, rude. I know, just, I know. You know. That's. I feel like, yeah. I life. We're so off topic. Now. It's okay. It's how, okay. how was your week other than that? How was my week other than what? Other than not knowing literary uh, devices, it yes. was okay. It was just full of you yes. roasting me continually. You, you, we finished Naruto. How was that? We did finish the first like part of Naruto. Um, where he, like, before the jump forward in time. Mm-hmm. So we've been watching Naruto for the past, like, month? Three weeks? A week? You can say two weeks. <laughs> it's been, it's two not weeks. been that long. We, we really binged I tweeted it. the day that we started. They're so. so easy to binge because their episodes are, like, 20 minutes long. Yeah. So it's so easy to just, like, throw it on before bed and watch it for, like, hours. Um, I really liked Naruto. There was definitely some points where I got a little bored, and that was only... I dropped my ring, sorry. That was only... <laughs> no, 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 keep it on. That was only... Wait, we're not even married yet, and you've been wearing that ring for three weeks for practice because he keeps losing it. We, I got a little bored during some parts. During the episodes that were like an episode, like five episode long fight scenes where it was just fight scenes, I did get a little bored during those parts yeah. just because for me, I like the story, but I don't necessarily love like fight scenes as much however i genuinely enjoyed the show and i'm very excited for the second part that we're starting tonight i'm really 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 excited Which, about I that think general consensus is that shippuden is much better and by okay. the way we're, we're skipping all the filler yeah we skipped so, all the filler episodes um, which i was confused about why there was three months of filler but apparently <laughs> there was um it just, it just is. i it can't was, explain the anime it's, it's good though it's really it was a good show it was my yeah. first sort of anime that i liked that was like that i never thought that you would like no i think I i'm getting i think would. i'm just getting more into anime in general like i think i'm more open-minded to it i definitely it's not that i was close-minded to it i just was kind of like i'd never watched it before i met you and so when i first met you i was like oh it's like cartoons like i wouldn't mm-hmm. really like that but it's very different from cartoons like cartoon i don't usually like cartoon shows like i don't like spongebob i don't like like any of those shows so yeah. that's why i was really skeptical but it's definitely got a very different it's a different genre entirely from just regular cartoons 100 yeah. percent. so i really enjoy it it's a good i'm excited to watch the next and it's fun Me to too. watch it with you too it's like a fun thing we can yeah. do now because we don't really see each other during the day because yeah. we're on opposite schedules so what else happened this week we got oh, vaccinated yeah that vaccines i felt totally fine 
I played D&D the next day while yeah. Hannah slept upstairs. Charles was fine. Uh, you Did you have any side effects? I mean... We got the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, yes. I should say. And I also just want to say a huge thank you team to any... Team Pfizer. Team, we want to... Charles, print it out put it Charles goes, should we get t-shirts? No, I want to I want to thank everybody who is volunteering or helping at a vaccination site, too. Um, or getting paid to work, like, working one. Just because the people that were working ours were just so nice yeah. they were so it made it so easy we literally just like walked yeah. in s- filled out some paperwork signed some stuff and then got it right so easy they were shockingly professional too so but professional when when i told them because they ask you like a little medical history yeah right and when i said about my nerve disease they had to go and get like um i don't know uh, she was a doctor of some sort but i'm pretty sure she was a part of the national guard yeah because she was in uniform so i don't i don't know exactly what she was, but she came over and I I said, oh, it's CDIP or uh, uh, CIDP, mm-hmm. and I was like getting ready to like say the full thing, and she goes, oh, chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because I have been to neurologists before who, don't know. who didn't know what it was until I told them the name and they looked it up, and yeah. she just happened to know it. Like I, I was so impressed. Yeah, that's never happened to me before ever. Yeah. The people there were really great. They were super kind, super knowledgeable. I, I think we were both a little bit anxious going into it just because it was like, I, I think it was a mix of a lot of things. It was a mix of excitement of like, oh my God, this is happening. And also just the mix of anxiety of like, what if we are the <laughs> person that like something yeah. goes wrong? Um, but everything was fine. The only symptoms I really had, all of my symptoms were gone 48 hours after I got the shot. So mm. every single symptom that I experienced was gone. I had it a little bit rougher than you. I was experiencing... Our lighting just changed. I'll fix it really quick. I was experiencing... The sun. I was experiencing, like, um, hot and cold chills. And I had, like, a little bit of a fever, but not, like, anything crazy. Um, For the most part, though, I just felt sick. Like, I just felt overall, like, shit. I just felt, like, I sicky. I just wanted to sleep. I literally stayed in bed the entire next day after we got it. And my arm hurt so bad. Like, my arm, it still hurt, like, days later. That was the one thing that persisted was, like, my arm was just hurting so bad. And it was, like, hurt to move it. It was, like, it felt swollen around the injection site. So it felt super, super swelled up. Yeah. Um, but that was all gone within I the, the feeling sick was gone within like 24 hours um, and the arm pain went away about 24 hours after that that's good and it was worth it 100% Round I would two recommend is the one that most people say is worse so we'll people see. say if you have a bad reaction to the first one you're gonna have a worse reaction to the second one but I don't know if that's true because the problem that I'm seeing online is not even a problem but just like everybody is having such a different reaction and a different response to it like everybody's symptoms yeah. are so different that like my mom and dad got it and they had no real reactions yeah so i think just everybody's reactions are so different it's hard to tell kind of like yeah what yours is going to be so i'm just going to deal with it i will say i i shared a lot of my symptoms online as it was happening i shared on like instagram and twitter and the main reason i wanted to do that is because i felt really good going into the vaccine knowing what to expect from side effects because other people i knew had gotten it and it just made me feel more like if when i did start getting those symptoms i wasn't panicking i wasn't like oh my god i'm having a bad reaction because i knew that so many other people had experienced the same things and they were fine so that's the reason i wanted to share them but yeah, yeah, I think it's it's definitely very interesting, though, the rollout. I'm seeing more and more people get vaccinated now, um, and different states are opening up at different rates, but it seems like things are going to be... Yeah, I think today we had 116 million doses administered. Mm-hmm. 
Gordon crazy. Allen, all the things I saw, yeah. Crazy. It seems like we're on a path, at least. Yeah. Are you, do you want to talk about you being immunocompromised and if the vaccine will yeah. work for you? So uh, I found out, I actually didn't know this until I called my doctor to make sure I could get the vaccine. But I found out that it's just the vaccine is less effective for me, uh, both because of my disease and the medicine that I'm on. There's no like research of like how less effective it might not even be less effective. Yeah. Just, the way the vaccine works is it triggers a, your immu- a response in your immune system. And the medicine that I'm on, um, slow they think, will slow that response. So they don't know how effective it's going to be. Just So they were basically like, you know, you are protected. Um, it's better but than not having still, it. still be cautious and, you know, mask up, stay socially distanced, follow all the guidelines. So I'm just going to do that. I'm not... We, super concerned about it. We were also planning on just continuing to follow the guidelines regardless. Um, I know I, I said I want to get my eyebrows done. That's kind of my big thing. But I'd obviously still wear my mask going to do that. And, like, obviously still be very cautious with doing yeah. something like that. Um, Could be a video for this channel. My boyfriend does my eyebrows. You're not doing my eyebrows. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> Let's do each other's eyebrows. I'll do your eyebrows anytime. No, my, I, all natural, baby. We got to do your eyebrows. All one of them. Just all the way across. <laughs> but um, I think we're going to still be pretty relatively yeah. careful. But it's definitely looking like things are going to get yeah. better soon. Yeah. It's so hard to say, for Everybody though. except for the tr- Detroit Lions. Okay. <laughs> so it was a bad week for Detroit fans. It was a bad week for the Detroit Lions. We're just trying to figure out a way to work that into I, the conversation. I literally have been waiting, wow. and there was no natural No, that was good. Time, that was so very I just, I what we would call in the biz. I mean, I'm staring at my Detroit Lions hoodie in the mirror. I love that hoodie. It's a good one. Thank you. Um, I like it the fits color. me because it's very large. Stop. <laughs> um, the All my favorite players uh, left the Detroit Lions this week, and now I have no hope and nobody to root for, and I'm just going to cry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stafford left, which I knew. He got traded. I think it was a great trade. It was time for him to go. He deserves better than Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carrion Johnson left. Matt Prater left. Um, everybody left. There, there really is only DeAndre Swift left, which I – Hannon has no idea what I'm talking about. I'm listening. You know Stafford, though. Yeah, I love Stafford. His family is adorable. He's a Ram now, so. I like the Rams, though, because they were on that show. I also do happen to like the Rams. They're probably my third favorite team behind the Bills. The Bills. And the Lions, the Bills, and the Rams. I feel like when you live in this part of New York, you have to have at least your second team be the Bills. Or they take you out back and shoot you in the back of the head. I feel like if they take you out back and they throw you on a table and make you Yeah, they execute you by (laughs) throwing you through a table off a two-story roof. You're going to have to at least be somewhat Um, of a Bills fan. Yeah. Let's see what else. Well, we could talk about the David Dobrik stuff if you want to. I don't know if you have any opinions. Yeah. How is your week of work, Hannah? Awful. Awful? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, being a commentator right now is, like, not cool. I, between the James Charles stuff, which apparently just we all aren't talking about anymore for some reason, and he's, like, just back to business as usual for James Charles, even though he sent nude photos to a minor. Um, on top of that, the David Dobrik stuff is getting really intense 
and heavy. Yeah. And I've been scripting. I was, you know me, I feel like for how commentary used to work, is it used to be who can get a video out the More fastest. More reactionary, right? Yes. It was like, you want to get your video out first, you're competing with all of these other people who have the same information, like, you want to get it out first. My approach this past, like, few months has been less about trying to get a video out first and more about making it good. And, like, because I think that's where the tides are turning with commentary drama channels is, like, people want the long-form, well-thought-out, well-researched content more than they want the sort of reactionary content. The D'Angelo style. No, no, you're actually, yeah, it's literally, like, D'Angelo Wallace style, which he's probably going to make a video on this and it's going to be knock it out of the park but so I've been trying to take a little bit of a different approach and just like take my time and like because I I was trying to explain to you what happened and I just had so many thoughts and I was like if I try to film a video right now it's just going to be rambling whereas if I try to like form an opinion so I should have a David Dobrik video on my main channel up soon but like what do you think about all of that I I I, I have to say I'm not surprised same because I feel like we're still, I think we talked about this once before, but we're still like in this void where like these very young people are getting very large amounts of power. And whoa, your flashlight Ooh, is on. sorry. It's blinded me. Good <laughs> Lord. Um, and nobody ever teaches them how to use their power responsibly. And they just turn into monsters, like little monsters, because they're surrounded by yes men who just want to, like, get cash in on it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, nobody ever tells them no, so they're just not used... Like, they just... You know what I mean? It's And uh, they they do terrible things because they become terrible people because that of the circumstances they're in. I do think there's a level of, like, personal accountability, though, there, too. Oh, I, I didn't mean to say that no, they're not I know. personally accountable. I just want to clarify because I feel know. like... There is a level of personal accountability in the sense that, like, yes, they're in those positions. There are people that get in that position who don't turn into that, who, like, don't push the envelope that hard. I really can't think of anyone. Tana Mojo. If you gave me a minute to think, I could think of some James Charles. David Dobrik. Shane Dawson. Yeah. I mean. Jeffrey. Yeah, I guess they all kind of did the what big about, ones. I, what about that other girl that was really young? The, Emma, Chamberlain. Emma Chamberlain. She's still she pretty. Bad? No, she's pretty non. For now. For she's now, next. yeah. I, I don't know. But, yeah, no, I, I think, I, I don't know. That's just, I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, I think it's just sad. I think it's sad because it's, it, it, uh, more, and I, I want to touch on this in my video too, but I think what's so sad to me is the culture that was created that made nobody question what was happening. So basically, just quick trigger warning for anybody um, who might be, in, the allegations are pretty intense, but a girl was basically too drunk to consent to have intercourse with one of the vlog squad members and in david's vlog where he put all of this in he made it seem like it was just like a fun night where everybody got drunk and they all had fun and they consented to this fun awesome three-way for their friend dom and it was like this crazy cool like fun party and it was just funny and like i think what's so sick to me is because more and more stuff besides this thing are coming out now clips from vlogs that are just horrific to see like out of context But I think the scary thing to me is that in the context of the vlogs, nobody was ever questioning 
that. Well, I think that's like, a really interesting point. Yeah. Because I think the way that the vlogs are packaged, yes, it almost like it it it, it almost hides like how bad some of the stuff that they really do was or is because it's wrapped up in this shiny like pet like you we're living the life you wish you could live like package you I know think what I mean? that's what got me because I used to be a fan of David Dobrik's mm-hmm. back in like I think 2018 was when I really yeah. that, would you say 2018 it was when we were in the old apartment that was when so. I it was when I so like 2017 2018 was when I really watched the vlogs and I just grew out of them and also it's one of those situations where once the glass shattered I couldn't unsee the things people were saying. Like, I saw, I found this whole thread that was like basically with like... Like, Bon Appetit. No, yeah. It was literally like, once people were like, hey, David Dobrik is incredibly sexist in his videos. And once somebody said it, I looked, and every single video, I couldn't view it that way, like a different way anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I couldn't not see it. And I'd still watch the vlogs from here and, like, from then and now. But it's scary to me that I, who I consider myself a relatively informed, like, proactive individual, I watched those vlogs, and I was like, yeah, there's nothing... Like, that's just a fun, funny thing that happened. Dom had a three-way with these girls. And, like, because of the way he packaged them and the way that he went about things, you didn't even question that something, what's the word, nefarious or, like, Mm -hmm. horrible was happening behind the scenes. You wouldn't even question that. I think it, I think it just shows that everyone still has room to grow, right? You know? Like, you still have room to grow and kind of more on the lookout for things even though you've had some things like that happen in your life yeah. you know what I mean no literally I felt not to you know railroad us but I felt or change the topic I meant no, to say not ahead. to change the topic but I felt very similarly with the Bon Appetit thing mm. because I was like man how could I have not noticed this like once it was once somebody brought it up it was so obvious and it's like well you know it's because I'm in a position of privilege yeah I enjoyed their content and I, I'm not going to say like I was willingly ignorant, but you know I think you, I just didn't notice it. You because overlook it. I overlooked it because uh, it's just something that I still have room to grow on, and you know what I mean. No, I completely like something agree. that I have to put more effort into in the future. I think it's important to note though, because I know there's still a lot of stands of David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad, and they're really kind of vehemently defending him. They're doing so by trying to discredit people like Trisha Paytas and trying to kind of continually discredit other people. But my whole problem with this is it's like you didn't, if you didn't notice it before, that's one thing. But to be presented with very clear evidence that at least there was something bad happening. There were things happening that were bad and David overlooked it and like didn't care and actively participated and was complicit. There's, there's, there's evidence of that now. So now to be still overlooking that, even though all of this evidence has come forward, I think is what's sad to me. And I think what's even sadder is that people did try to come forward before this and they were either silenced or ruthlessly attacked into silence. Stand culture, man. It makes me really upset because it feels like you, these people, even the girl who did the insider article, who was the victim on all this. She said she felt like she had to wait until now because now things were coming out about him and she felt like she could finally speak up and be heard and yeah. not be just like relentlessly attacked. Well, I mean, I think that there's a trend that happens everywhere. And right? that's what makes me that's so why we sick see, whenever about it. One of these. The Me Too. Well, not not even that, but like it seems like whenever somebody gets accused, they get accused all at once. Mm-hmm. Like perfect example, the Governor Cuomo thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we in the past have been stands of not stands, but supporters, supporters of, Cuomo. of Cuomo. And I still do think he handled the pandemic very well. Yeah. But 
I mean, he's, it's coming out now that he's like a horrible, awful person. And he should resign. And he should resign. Absolutely. I think he should too. Yeah. Um, but that's why you see, like, it's 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 it happens in groups. I yeah. think because people feel like that, and I get why they. I mean, let me rephrase that. I can I, I can empathize with why they feel that way. I can't understand it because obviously I've never gone through it, but like I, I logically can understand why that happens. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, I completely agree. Um, I think it's a really tough situation, only in the sense that. I feel horribly for the people that are coming forward and are having to face this, like, ruthless attack when it's very clear that, like, he was... You know what I mean? And for David to come out in his video, which I... I, Again, I'll talk about this more on my channel because I have a lot of thoughts, but just the fact that he came forward and essentially said that people were in the vlogs and then they regretted the stuff they did in the vlogs. So that's why they asked it to Stella. So that's why they asked to take them down. It's just such peak victim shaming and like victim blaming the whole, Oh, they just regretted it later. That narrative. It just makes me so sick that people are buying into that. And they're like, Oh, they just regretted it later. They just, yeah. You know, it's one of the crazy things to me too is like, and I don't know if you're going to talk about this in your video, but Jason Nash oh, yeah. is like an adult. Oh, yeah. You know like a I mean? real adult. Like, like he's, he's almost 50. He has daughters. Yeah. Right? He has a daughter. So, like, how did he not take issue with he, this? He, as a person, is... Trisha Paytas was actually talking about this on Frenemies because she used to date him. And I think yeah, I a lot of people take Trisha's word for things with a grain of salt because they feel like she has an ulterior motive. I, I have rec- I'm not the biggest Trisha Paytas fan at all. I have recently found everything that she has said about the vlog squad to be proven true via clips that were found to support her stories. So she is, it doesn't seem like she's been lying about a lot of stuff. But she... If, if you can hear Stella crying, I'm so sorry. She's, yeah, she is still recovering from surgery. She's yeah, doing great. I know. But unfortunately, she has to spend most of her day in a crate because she's or not supposed like to the, walk more than, like, three feet. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Um, if you can hear her, she's fine. She's well taken care of. She just she doesn't need anything. Um, <laughs> she just, she she's just crying. She wants to come hang out. Yeah. Shepatis was talking about it, and the things and stories that she told about him, it was just, like crazy to me yeah like the fact that he is almost 50 years old and like this is his life and she was saying she thinks oh this is what i was gonna say she thinks that david is gonna throw him to the wolves and she thinks that david's going to cut him and that's going to be sort of his like well i'm gonna i'm gonna distance myself from jason because jason's getting accused of a lot of shit right now so they think that he's gonna use jason as like the sacrificial lamb and like yeah. sacrifice but, him I mean, to Trisha keep his career going a lot of this stuff yeah. too. she knew about it and she didn't say anything i was gonna talk about that too because because especially in this instance, with the, she wasn't there when the actual assault happened, but she was there when the girls got there, and she knew that they were buying alcohol for underage girls, and she yeah. hasn't talked about that until now. I've even seen that clip where she's, like, laying on the bed, and she's like, um, I know so much about you if I ever break up with Jason. Yeah. Like, so she knew, and she didn't yeah. know anything. Yeah. And she's, how old is she? She's like... She's in her 30s. So she should know about it. I'm not that... Not that, not you're, that David should know about her. But yeah. I mean, like, she to is be, an adult as well. To to be somewhat fair, though, she kind of did try, and she got canceled for doing it. She just waited until she broke up with Jason, which... I, it's a, I, I think it's a little bit more complicated than that with Trisha because she did try and that's why her and Jason ultimately broke up because she made videos yeah. about how shitty David was and the shitty stuff happening in the vlog squad. So she did kind of try. I didn't know that. She did kind of try and that's why they broke up. Mm. But my thing about Trisha too is and it's another instance of I can't necessarily blame her for waiting until the moment was right to start talking about this 
because like a lot of people who tried to come forward like they, they didn't like they were attacked people did try to come forward and were ruthlessly yeah. attacked you can't blame somebody for not wanting to come forward during this time when david was like the golden boy of the world yeah. like you can't really blame people and i feel like trisha Gen- and again i'm not a trisha paytas fan literally at all but she did genuinely i feel like give some effort to try and was pretty much completely shut down and branded as like crazy and then that's why she yeah. stopped doing that. What's uh, the deal with Liza Koshy? Is she involved She's in saying any nothing. this at all? As far as I know, Liza Koshy has not been sort of implicated in any of this. Um, but people are, like, asking. They want to know what she has to say. Was this before or after? <laughs> after. It was after. after they broke up? Yeah, which there is. I did it. David Over is actually the first person I did an evolution of on back in the beginning of last year. And the video tanked, which is why I didn't do them again for a long time. But... He actually had. I remember you were yeah. so excited about. I was that so hype about too. it. I thought I was a genius. Um, and then it, it tanked, but it actually is picking up in views now. Interestingly, Shocking. but um, so Liza Koshy, there's like a definitive change in his content after their breakup. It seems like she, whether it was because of her public image, so he wanted to protect her public image or what, like he when they broke up, he sort of like took the rank. Ooh, to punch my. <laughs> He sort of took the, like, took the baby gloves off. And that's when his gotcha. content got really ramped up to be sort of what it is now. Mm, interesting. And I don't want to say, like, oh, she was his grounding force. Because it's not on women to stay with men to be yeah. grounding to them. But, like, she definitely has not really said anything about anything. I doubt she will either. Like, mm. right? I wouldn't say anything if I was her. Oh, probably not. I would, I mean. Oh. <sighs> Anyway. You want to get into our topic for today? Yeah, let's get into our topic We're for today. We're already 40 minutes in the video. I know, but with editing, it'll probably not be. It'll and be like 30. This is going to be probably a longer one because the last... Um, random topics. Random topics was a longer one. But we don't have to We don't have to make it... Because we have to pick up Oliver, so but we can't we make it could. that long. We could. Well, we have to go it. pick up Oliver, and I have to go... You ever just get in the mood to eat a whole rotisserie chicken for dinner? Literally not once in my life. I just, I, I am Aww. craving, I on just this, want rotisserie chicken. On this day three years ago, we were moving out of the old apartment, the old, old apartment. Oh. Fir- our first apartment ever. <laughs> the one in Greece. Yeah. Interesting. Aww. Random topics. He- <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Our friend Joe gave us a ton. Did my mom leave one? Yeah, your mom did. It says first. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, let's answer one. By well, Joe. let's answer one. Your mom. So Charles's mom actually left one. Who's a who's a who's a listener of the podcast? We yeah. love her. Thank long you. Time listener, long time long, fan. Long time fan. Uh, um, and it was the first thing you want to do after COVID. We're not going to do a timer this time like we did last time. The timer. I feel like we just need to either talk about it or. Like, it felt like we had to, like, stretch out yeah, conversations. Yeah, I agree. I, we, we originally did the timer last time to try and keep us concise, yeah. and the opposite happened. It so, ended up we had to, like, stretch First thing you want to do after COVID. I will tell you, the first thing I would like to do. What? Is I would like to either go to the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> I know. Or I know. I would like to go to the aquarium in Georgia and see those whale sharks. We might go to Georgia, depending, COVID permitting. We might go this summer. It's if, a possibility. If travel is okay. If travel is suggested by the seat, not only like, oh, you can, like, if you have to. If it is suggested that yeah. you can do it. I don't it. know if that's going to happen by the summer. I don't think it's going we'll to either, but it's possible that we might go to Georgia this summer. And the other, also, if we go to San Diego, we have to see Manny. We have to go to L.A. and we have to see Manny. 
Okay. We have to. I've it's been fine. talking to him. As long as I go, does he want to go to the zoo? <laughs> he said the zoo is amazing. I actually asked him about it, and he was like, um, first thing you want to, well, other thing, my eyebrows done. I just want to go on a trip somewhere. I don't even so care if have it's... the same answer. I don't even care if it's to go to a zoo. I just want to go anywhere on a trip. I miss traveling so much, like so much. Um, yeah. So I just want to go on some type of trip. Yeah. For sure. And that was from Charles's mom. Thank you so much. You're, mm. you're a gem. Um, okay. Do you want to answer one from our friend That's, Joe? That is a good one as well. I think we can actually shout Joe out. Because yeah. Joe has a an Instagram where he... One he, of my oldest friends, Joe Serio. He's great. Uh, I just said his full first and last name, but unfortunately there's no way to tell you about his wonderful photography Instagram, Photos by Jay Serio, unless I tell you his last name, Joe Serio. It's so, we'll link him down below because he really, he sells some of them too. We We have have a couple. Do we have two? I think we have two. I think we have two. Um, So good. Like the best pictures, beautiful landscapes, like nature photos. He's very, very good at what he does. And he's very supportive of our podcast. He He commented on the last podcast. I saw that. He was one of the first first people to I, come. I saw that. And he asked if he could come I on our Europe him. trip with us. Yeah. <laughs> and sure, Joe, you're invited. I've kissed him on the lips before. True story. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what? Um, I don't know why that was so funny just when you said it. Okay. Well, I was going to do what, no, what weird food combinations do you I don't like any weird food combinations. Well, can I just do a shout out to the Finger Lakes dog? Other sure. than the garbage plate. Go for it. Yeah. Charles' another, life is weird food. Yes, the garbage plate, which if you don't know what that is, uh, this is probably your first podcast. Hi. Because uh, I talk about it in every video I've been with Deanna. Uh, so, yeah. Oh garbage plate. Delicious. Google it. Um, there's this other thing called the Finger Lakes dog. I'm sure other places in the world do, uh, in the world, in the country do this. Maybe in the world. Maybe. Um, well, they can't because they don't have white hots. Baby, I am positive so that White Hots exist they, outside of Rochester. White Hots. They're just called different things. They do not did exist you know outside Sy- of upstate New York. Did you know in Syracuse they have them? They're just called Coney's. They're more central No, York. it's not the same thing. It is the same thing. Okay. So there's this thing that is local to the Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse area mm-hmm. called a White Hot, mm-hmm. which is basically, it's like a hot dog. It's just like different meat. It's white. It's a white hot yeah, dog. Yeah, and they're white. They're, yeah. Google that. Also delicious. But... One thing they do down at the Finger Lakes is they have boats that go around and sell these things called Finger Lake Dogs, which it's a white hot in a bun with grape jelly. Yeah. And it sounds awful, it but it is actually, it actually I will fight really you, it is actually delicious. Cool. Like, amazing. Can I tell you my one thing, my weird food combination? Yes. Sometimes. Are you ready? Yeah. Sometimes in my um, plain noodles... I put some butter in there, wow. and I mix Wild. it up with a little pinch of salt, Wild. and then I mix all that up, and then I eat it, and it's delicious. Highly recommend. I, I know also, it's a little crazy, but noodles with butter. Sometimes I put ketchup in my rice. I know that's not that crazy. But. You, yeah, you do actually do that. Um, okay. This is a good one. This is from our other friend. Which planet is best in our solar system? I know that Pluto is no longer a planet. However, I stand by that Pluto is the best planet. See, I was approaching this from a science point of view. Earth is the only answer. What? Earth is the, obviously the best planet. 
Why? Because it's the only one that managed to manifest life. Disagree. <laughs> Other places have manifested life, just not We human have life. no proof. Other, no, we know that there's life on Mars. We, they have water sources. We have some evidence. They have that, minerals and stuff. We have no proof of life also, on Mars. Also, the fact that you're we not going to say Saturn. Saturn has fucking rings. What do we have? Pollution? Like, this, literally, Saturn has rings. And you're going to sit I there and be like, oh, because we have humans, which, by the way, are the worst species. No. We, we happen Here. to have humans. Our son Oliver is home planet. Absolutely. Dis- <laughs> well, don't say that. You're going to say, you're not going to say Saturn? Venus? Venus is so sick. It's blue. Mm. Do you want to do, like, random? Like, well, how we did last time where I just, like, scrolled? Uh, If you want to. Yeah, let's to. do it. Okay. Stop. Screen. Board games. Oh boy! The Let f- me tell you about board games. Well, wait. My my favorite board games are not your favorite board games. I like when I think of board games, I think of the classics: Monopoly, Sorry, Yahtzee, um, like the Candyland, like the fun. Everybody can play them without feeling like a fucking idiot. Like those types of boards. Everybody can play them judgment free from somebody's friends. Like a board game that's Are you speaking fun. For personal experience. Yeah, I am because I went to play board games with your friend, and you didn't warn me what type of board games they were. So the first time we went to his house, I was so underprepared for how much I was going to have to one pay attention, number two, like know what I was doing. Yeah. He mocked me and made fun of me. He did not. He. We don't want to. We don't have to talk about that. But he did. He mocked me and made fun of me. I never went back. And it, like, I like some of the board games that you have me play that are more complicated. But there are some where like. I just don't, I don't want to have to, like, have to take out a second student loan to get another degree to be able to play the fucking game. Like, yeah. I just want to be able to, to play it. To be fair, game. that game was a very difficult game. It was and so I don't, hard. It, it was food, weird. Food Chain Magnet, mm-hmm. I think it's what it's called, or maybe just Food Chain. It was so weird and I, tough and, I like, strategic. I don't love that one. But uh, I love board games of pretty much all type. Yeah. Um, favorite board games in general, Scythe is very fun. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Wingspan recently. Okay. Wingspan's a very fun little game. I know a lot of hardcore board gamers don't like it because there's a lot of randomness in it, but I kind of like it. What's that game where it's the crow, and the crow gives you, like, the, the person in charge gives you the cards, and it, you have to match the card aesthetic to the person, and then it's like you go up a level. Oh, uh, Mysterium. I love that That's game. very fun. That's a That's very a nice little game. intro level. It's a good game. game. And it's not too complicated, but you still have to like really think. I really enjoy engine builders. So Are you looking over your board game no. collection? <laughs> well, I am, but not. I really like engine builders. Like I like um, Terra Mystica is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, better than Terra Mystica is Gaia Project. It's pretty much just an upgraded ber- version. Um, Agricola, uh, things like that. Paladins of the West. Kingdom. I feel like before I oh I love Catan too. Catan's kind of basic, but I do love Catan. Catan is a, is a classic. I I feel like I before I met you, I never played real board games outside yeah. of like children's board games when I was a kid. Yeah. And then once I met you, you got my friends into it too. So now we all play board <laughs> games. We love board it's games. My my predominant hobby, I would say. I would say that as well. Yeah. This is a funny one only because we just took quizzes, but this is our home decor aesthetic. We recently. Do you remember what mine was? No, I don't remember what mine was either. Was but it metro, metro and, and industrial were the two that something. I got? I think I describe. Why don't we try to describe each other's aesthetic? Because I have the best way to describe each girls. other's. Yeah, your home you decor. Like to live in a Pinterest board. Your that's not even true though. Your home decor aesthetic is anything that looks like it was a warehouse, but it's like a clean warehouse. So like yeah. shiny warehouse and black. 
Charles, Charles showed like me a video. black metal and wood. Charles showed me a video of what's called the blackest paint on earth. And yeah, he wants, black 3.0. It absorbs, I think, 97% of light. And it's 99.7. He wants to paint one of our walls in our bedroom. How do you that wouldn't be such a cool-ass accent okay, wall? Okay, like, I agree it's with like, you. It's like, oh, welcome to my room. Here's my accent wall. It's a void. <laughs> it's a portal void. into the darkness. Wouldn't that be cool? I do think it'd be cool. I just think it's funny that that's... And then one day, to prank you, I'm going to paint myself head-to-toe in, in Black 3.0, <laughs> stand against the wall, and you won't be able to see me. And then, as soon as you lay out in bed, I will jump out and scare you. And then we'll get a and divorce. You, yeah. One thing I don't stand for in this house is pranks. Don't prank me. True. I have too much anxiety for pranks. Um, yeah, I think that actually would be sick. But my, I would say, what you, mine is not really that Pinteresty as you think it is. It's more glam. I like sort of like glam looking stuff. Like I like the couches that have like the tufts in them. And I like like pink accents and like feathers. And I know, I know. You don't Look. like, it's not trendy right now because it's not cottage core. But I'm, that's, see when you say Pinterest, it sounds like cottage core. And that is not my vibe. I'm definitely not no, a cottage I'm not core like, person. Um, maybe I should rephrase. Sorority girl Pinterest. Trying to decide if that offends me. I don't think so. I think you're probably pretty spot on. I'm pretty like 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 your aesthetic is an 18 year old girl who moved out for her for yes, the first yes, time. Yes, 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 but yes, yes. But not somebody who's Gen Z. Somebody who moved out for the first time and created their apartment in like 2013. Yes. Yes, you're right. Because like, you want to like know why? Prime Kesha era. But you want to know why? It's because I never. I didn't have money when I moved into my first apartment, so I could, I never got to decorate it the way that I wanted to back in, like, 2015. I never got to decorate it the way that I wanted to, because I had no, I had literally no money, so I just used, like, stuff that well, other people had given me for free. So, I've always wanted to live my, yeah. like, dream of the, the house that I wanted when I was in 2015. In the house that you're, we're going to move into, you will have two rooms that you can do whatever you want with, and, and I won't even question. Same thing with and the I will have the basement, which I am going to put up ship uh what's that called Shiplap, fake brick walls no fake stone fake stone walls he wants it to look like a dungeon and i will i would quite literally like it to look like the set of critical role yeah i'm down for that for you i i've (laughs) seen some ways that we can do some cool stuff with that but for, for i think the thing that we we do a good job at compromising on shared spaces i feel though yeah i feel like we do a decent job at compromising on that but we, we don't really have any style between the two of us. <laughs> we actually talked about maybe hiring an interior designer to do like the common spaces for us, like to help design our living room and our like our dining room and our, you know, whatever rooms. I want our guest rooms to be themed. Like Absolutely. the jungle room. Absolutely. And like Absolutely. Oh, here's the undersea room and Absolutely. there's sea creatures painted on the wall. Absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to feel like our guests are at a Disney <laughs> resort. That be cool? Yes, absolutely. I'm oh, so man. you think I that is a huge cat. Do Where? you see that? That's a bobcat. It's got a tail. It can't be a bobcat. Oh, well, either way, it's that scary. cat is huge. It's coming into our yard. Stella, Stella watch out. Look out. Is is water wet? Yeah, it is. Well, no, that's that's a tougher question than you would think. I don't want to talk about. I, I literally the answer, can't. The answer to is water wet is yes because. The definition of wet is molecules of a liquid being on the surface of something else. 
So when you take one molecule of water and you put another molecule of water attached to it, it becomes wet. That's how I look at it. I took science in the community in high school, and we just made snow globes and watched bones. Yeah. So everything you just said makes no sense to me. Um, how do you feel about not being able to choose what... Oh, wait. Here. Let's do this one instead. I am dying to hear Charles's thoughts on landlords. Well, aren't we going to do a whole podcast about yeah, poverty? Yeah, do you want to do a quick little... Sure. I don't think landlords themselves i don't think every person who's a landlord is a bad person i think the position of landowner and landlord in general uh is uh corrupt is corrupt not corrupt i think it's not productive to society in any way shape or form um and i think i would pretty much say anything outside of somebody owning maybe one house and because here's the thing if somebody owns like one rental property, maybe even two rental properties, and they take good care of it. They charge a fair rent. You know, they care for their their. Or I see people who do the duplexes, so they live that, in one yeah. and the other person they rent out the other one right. for like extra they, income. They're fiscally responsible. They yeah. take care of their tenants and their problems. You know what? Like maybe that is the most ethical form of landlord possible. Yeah. And. You know, I'm not saying you're a bad person if if you own you know 20 houses but i do think that the position of owning land and charging others to rent it in general is counterproductive to society because that person could likely buy that house and pay the mortgage and utilities on that house or for less. the same price that they're paying in their rent or even less usually or, or even less for what yeah. they're paying for rent so i'm not saying that every person who owns rental properties is a bad person mm. i just think you know, when in, in the in in the sense where people say, "Well, kill all men" or "fuck all men," yeah, and there's people who are like, "Well, not all men." Yeah, it's like, yeah, but women don't know which men, so they say yeah. all men. Yeah, I don't. It's the same thing with landlords. Yeah. I say fuck all landlords because I don't know which landlords. Maybe you're a good landlord. Okay, mm-hmm. but I don't know that you're a good landlord unless I rent property from you. So, so fuck all landlords and the institution in which landlords exist. That is the problem. Exactly. Because I don't think it's fuck all landlords. I think it's fuck the fact that we have a society that allows landlords to exist and profit in the way they do. It's intrinsically a wasteful... Like, if you're talking about capital that society has and resource society has, owning property that you don't use is intrinsically wasteful and harmful to society. I don't necessarily... Because somebody... You, now you opened this can of worms. No, know, We're going but, for but, it, baby. But you're not listening, like because here's the problem. This is my my I train know. wheels turning. I know, but the problem, and I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. But what do you say to the argument? <laughs> Seize the means of production. Stop. What do you um, say to the argument that if you if you and I aren't a landlord, somebody else is just going to do it anyway? It's too big of a sort of system to kill. What do you say to that argument? Because I don't necessarily disagree with you. That's just a bullshit ar- argument in general. Do you actually think so? Because it's yeah. like an ingrained if part nobody, of our society. If I didn't rob that bank, somebody was going to do it. But it's an ingra- But that's not necessarily true. It's not the same analogy as landlords. It already exists and is a massive... It, what are people going to do? Boycott paying rent? They yes. get evicted. Legally, yes. they would all get evicted. Everybody, no, You'd have a homelessness crisis. So what, how do it's you really stop... It's really hard to evict. No, it's it's not. No, it really is. It's really it not. really can be. Tell that to the people who are getting fucking evicted. Like it's easier said than done. Like how Listen, do you I, I guess combat that? I'm not disagreeing with how you. How do I'm you just... combat? How do you fix it? You control 
you control rent mm-hmm. by setting caps for what you can charge. See, this is what you I was asking. You create yes. an, an, a government-run um, um, uh, agency that inspects houses yes. and makes sure that their rental properties are up to date that actually does their job because that sort of already exists, but it's bullshit. Yeah. They don't actually do they it. They do favor it. the rent. The landlords. Yes. You create a legal rules in the legal system that favor tenants over landlords. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, make yeah. it easier for people to own property. To in summarize, because I think this might have got cut off when we had to switch tapes. But um, <laughs> stop, stop. Listen, I know. Okay, listen. I know that was the most boomer thing I've ever said. We're just gonna roll past. Switch it. the tape. Um, I don't think that all landlords are bad. Okay. I think the, pro- the, 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 the the position of landlord in general is bad. Yes. You owning a house, even if you're a good, even if you're the best landlord in the world, mm-hmm. if you're charging, uh, if you're charging a person to rent that house a, um, a a price that they could pay the mortgage on that house mm-hmm. and the utilities on the house. And everything, and own that house outright, mm-hmm. then you were just a roadblock to that person's financial freedom. Absolutely. Because without you, that person could own, own property. the house. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's inherently racist. It's it's absolutely. inherently classist. Absolutely. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that somebody who is a landlord is race necessarily racist Maybe. or classist. They know. They know. I'm just, no, because critical I know there's going to be triggered landlords in here being like, my grandpa owns a rental property. And it's the only thing that pays her Medicare bills. I know. That's a that's that is. A symptom I know. of capitalism in general I know. being the worst thing ever invented on Earth. Can I just say, my whole point of asking the question... I need to break something. I know. My whole point of asking you the question of, like, if not, like, landlord or whatever, was just because I think that it's very easy to be like, fuck all landlords. But if you don't offer any solutions as to what the alternative would be, it's very hard for people to conceptualize. Oh, I so have I'm happy. Solutions. Well, I'm happy you said that because I think that like that is what we need to be hearing more of is less like fuck everybody and instead, hey, these are the solutions to make things a little bit more fair and a little bit more equitable for people. So that's the only reason I asked. harm society in general. I know. We're, we done. Live, We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. in a world right now where 85% of the people <laughs> in our generation don't own property and can't I afford know. to and it's not even on their book for the rest of their life. I know. So what is going to happen in 20 years? I know. When all of this property all around the world is owned by slumlords and rent conglomerates that don't take care of the property, and we live in a country where walls are held up by tinfoil, and like, do you do you understand what I'm saying? It contributes to the inevitable decay of civilized society. Yep, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. There's nothing I can say to you because I I feel like you want to. That fight. being said, I feel like you want to fight the commenters. future father-in-law who <laughs> who owns a stake in in an apartment building. You're great. <laughs> but also at the same time, the position that you hold and uh, being a part of a rental conglomerate is one that I think is detrimental to society. <laughs> so Yeah, my dad does um, own property. Uh, to be fair to him, he didn't buy it. He inherited it. But yeah. that's still, that's not the point. Okay. Should be, uh, never mind. No, I know. I don't disagree with you. Okay. How far is too far with Disney adults? Hmm. I have opinions on I think you know this. when you see it. Right? <laughs> here's my thing. Do we need to define a line? Okay. I think if you notice it, then it's too much, right? But can I just say this? I, I do think that in the time that we are living in, 
I don't think it's that weird that people are clinging to a land that is specifically focused as like the happiest place on earth and make believe. Or children. I don't, but I don't think it's weird that people are identifying with that and staying with that their entire. I personally don't, but I don't find it to be as. The thing that bothers me is Disney low key sucks. I like know, it's but, not even that good. But the problem it's is, like glorified carnival rides. Oh, I you mean, mean the parks? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's, there's some good rides, but I mean, so does Six Flags, and you don't see people standing Six Flags. Like, there's no Darien Lake adults. Do you know what I mean? There's no. That's true. Uh, 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 there's no movies for the like Darien Lake. You know what I mean? I like, know. there's no. I, I feel Disney like Disney is... adults are just more socially acceptable weeps. We're right, because they out. stand. They stand uh, um, an animated art form. So much that they want to go to, see, but then, but then at the same time, it's like they're building a, a Studio Ghibli park in Disney, well, or I mean, in, uh, in uh, Japan. And you want to go, and I want to go, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I just don't. I, here's my thing: I just don't. I guess I don't see the point in mocking people in general for shit that's harmless. Like, I don't really... I think, agree. Because Disney adults get so much shit. And, like, I get it. Like, it's not my jam. It's not what I want to do with my... T- like, I go to Disney and, like, I enjoy the vacations there. But, like, I'm definitely not a Disney adult. Um, and I think that for me it's, like, I just feel like why are we mocking people for having things you know, that make I, them happy? I agree with that. I, you know? I, I agree with that. I do agree Maybe with I'm that. just lame. I've never thought that was, like, cool, though. To just, like, mock people for shit that makes them happy. Yeah. Even if it's a little weird I, to not, us. I just like, don't get it. No, because, yeah. But, like, there's parts of Disney I like. Like, I like the 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 around-the-world part at Epcot, whatever the hell's oh, called. Oh, yeah, we love the so The rides at Epcot are actually pretty Soarin'. good compared to the... I've never been to the Avatar place, but... We want to go eventually. The only two parts of Disney I really like are that one part of Epcot and the rides at Epcot and uh, the Animal Kingdom... Because it's basically a zoo. A zoo. Uh, Which, as we've established, Charles loves zoos. But the other two, I just don't get. Yeah, I think, I think for me, it's like, with how the world is falling apart, and the society that especially the people who now would be like, are millennials as Disney adults, I think is kind of the meme, is like, it's all millennials. I think with the way that millennials grew up, I don't think it's surprising that they cling to this sort of childhood like wonder I really that feel is like Disney. that's an older millennial thing or oh. maybe even Gen X because I don't know any millennials who are obsessed with I Disney. do you know what I, I do. do I almost dated one I do oh yeah <laughs> I do I though about that, but I know millennial I know people my age that are Disney adults that like I, just they have to the tattoos they go like 20 times a maybe year maybe it's just like, the circles I'm in you know what though I do know somebody who has a, a Lilo and Stitch tattoo yeah, that's people, pretty cool people have oh yeah People like people have the things that they like, and I feel like it's shitty because you could say the same thing about makeup. Like, how do you feel about girls that are obsessed with makeup? People will be like, oh, it's so, it's a waste of money. It's cringy. It's weird. Like, they're just so they're so vain. And like, See. you could, but it's, I mean, yeah, kind of true. But like, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like you just have to at a certain point, yeah. like, just let people like what they like. I guess I is agree. my point. I agree. But I, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little annoying about stuff like that. All right, life advice. Life advice? Just life advice. Um, I don't know. Vote Democrat. I don't know. You want me to say? Oh, you know what? Here's my best life advice. Start a retirement fund as young as you can. Yes. Even if you can only put $5 a month into it. 
start start somewhere and start putting stuff into it when you the second you turn 18. Yeah. Just start doing it. The more that I get older and the more that I learn about those things, I wish somebody had forced me at eight. I wish you were required to open a retirement account at 18 and like you like had to put $5 a month into it or something. So it doesn't matter how little the amount is that you can put in. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> start a retirement. One. If you've been thinking about starting a retirement account, this is your sign from the universe to start one because you should. You should absolutely start one. Here's another one. Um, don't be afraid to take a gap year in college if you don't know what you want. It's not worth wasting the money on if you're not happy in your program. Or Did you watch if, my video? No. I posted a video yesterday. Yeah, that was about That was about um, leaving school and just how, like, because I told everybody I was taking a year off and just how, like... Yeah. Shitty, I felt about it, but yeah. Um, what does he think about Jacqueline Hill? Um, which one is Jacqueline Hill? The again? lipsticks. Harry lipsticks. The lipsticks. Is she also the one who just put out the? This straw is bugging me out. By the way, I'm which so straw? sorry. I've kept quiet. What? This straw. What straw? It that's half metal and half rubber. Yeah, the rubber tip is like on it. So it can slide off. It's a just a rubber tip. But what what is that? You have to clean the whole straw anyway. So yeah, why does it matter clean. if the tip comes off? That's just two pieces you have to clean. No, I know. I just think they're the because if the if the rubber tip is dirty enough to replace, can I be? Honest? I don't understand how the metal is somehow magically. Can I be honest? Yeah. All the kids on TikTok use these straws, so I went oh, and bought two packs okay. of these. Straws. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, I just thought they looked cool. Oh, uh, Jacqueline Hill? I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know enough about her off the top of my head. I feel like uh, she never really apologized for anything, right? She just kind of like did her thing and then was like, all right, here we go. I'm too big to fail, right? Yeah. So that kind of sucked, but. Photoshopping their pics for Instagram. Uh. I think it's bad. Why did you? Why did you do that? I'm sorry. I had to move. <laughs> okay. I had to stretch. I've been sitting for eight hours today. Um, I think it's bad. Obviously, I mean, I don't understand. Here's the thing, because those same influencers, and you do this too, okay? What? Like just in life, everyone's like all about body body positivity and embracing your flaws until they have to do it themselves, and then they post. Not that you post edited selfies. But, I don't edit my selfies at all. No, I know, but you're still self-conscious about things about, like, your face and your body. I don't edit them, though. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying is everybody's, like, all about, like, love everybody, love your body, embrace your flaws, but they, but then they, they don't do it themselves. So I feel like I a lot of mis- these influencers are, like, embrace yourself, love your flaws, here's my hashtag selfie that's hashtag filtered yeah do you know what i mean it's like I think you're c- confusing but i think if you're, you mean it do it but i think you're confusing the two points because i think the whole point is that social media makes us feel like those flaws are like something we should be ashamed of it feels like social media kind of makes you feel that way so by posting that selfie even though you feel like hey my acne is showing through or like I don't really feel my best in this picture but I'm going to post it anyway you can still feel that way about yourself but you the whole point is like I feel that way about myself but I still feel beautiful enough to post this picture but like that's the point but doesn't that kind of make it almost like performative activism because you're saying no you're what? saying like 
hey, do this, hey, do that, but then you're not doing it yourself. But you can't control how you like emotionally or personally feel about yourself sometimes. It's right. not but a then, conscious... But then why would you tell somebody else to do it? Because that other person's in the exact same boat that you are. Like, if you can't do it yourself, how can you say to somebody else what that they... What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Do you not understand what I'm saying? No. What the fuck are you talking about? I, this is the worst take <laughs> for the body positivity movement I've ever I just, seen. It. Sometimes I think my thighs look bad. So that means if I tell other people to love themselves, I'm being performative. No, but if you posted... If you posted... A edited photo where you thinned but your thighs out. that's what you're out, talking about. Then, oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying people who post unedited pictures and then say that but still don't really no, like their flaws. I'm saying the exact you opposite. Said, you said I do that. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm saying people, okay. you said, what's the, my opinion about yes, edited Yes, yes, yes. I thought you made that a very, you did not present that well. Because oh, I thought you were saying, yes, if you do your photos, if you edit your photos, but you're like, body positivity, and like you're editing all your shit. Like, yeah, that's definitely performative. 100%. But if you don't edit your photos, but, like, you still, you'll post a picture and be like, mm, I still feel kind of weird about that picture, but you're posting it anyway unedited to, like, send a message. I don't think that's performative. I think no, that's the whole point I, of the body positivity I movement. was saying the first thing. Yeah. And you'll even see, I, I'm appreciative that, I don't know why I say I'm appreciative. I literally don't care. But I'm glad for the sake of other people who do look at influencer photos um, that, like, I see people who are saying, like, I edited my skin in this photo. Yes. Or, like, I, I, like, good that you're doing that, but, like, so why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? Because there's either two reasons. One, it's because you're self-conscious and, you, and you're not following through with the message that you're posting. Mm. Or two, it's to sell product, which inherently then it's false advertising. I feel So weird. really, I, yeah. I feel like it's just, like, which bad thing are you doing? I feel weird about it, too, because there's this new trend on TikTok where – People will be like, everything's not like what it seems online. And they'll post how heavily edited their photos were. And they'll be like, before, after. Like, this is what it looked like before. This is how I've... And they're like, don't believe everything in social media. Like, don't believe everything you see. But it's like, yeah, but you are contributing to that. Like, by editing your photos in that way. And by... Right. So you are... That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. you are contributing to that whole... <laughs> Excuse you're me. Okay, you okay? You are contributing to that whole mindset about social media that like you need to be looking perfect and everything's sunny and bright and overexposed and colorful and beautiful yes. and your skin looks perfect and everything's flawless and the that's wall behind you is perfectly white. But then it's like you're so but you're acknowledging that like that's a shitty thing to do and you're acknowledging it's shitty to give people that unrealistic unrealistic expectation. But also like you are contributing to that entirely. I completely agree with your point. If that's if that's what you're trying to say, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah completely hundred percent. Totally agree with you. I think that if you're going to be like social media can be very toxic and I'm not going to participate in that, you should back it up by not posting overly edited pictures. The most I'll ever do to my photos and editing is I'll use, you know, in Instagram, they have the little edit button where you can just like brighten something or like you can like do a little bit more. That's the most I'll yeah. do in my pictures. I just want to clarify when I was saying like with you, I just meant that you like you'll like take three photos and you're like, mm, I don't like the way my chin looks in this one and you won't post it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like. Because even that, like, I get that comes from a place of, like, insecurity. Yeah. But even that, then, like, it that's almost a form of, I don't know. No, like, I get it. You know what I mean? The, no, that makes sense. I guess that's kind of a fine line because obviously you're going to want to post the, the photo that you look best in. I but. think it's also hard, too, because <clears throat> I used to care a lot less when I had less followers about the stuff that I posted. But now if I post something and people don't like it, they tell me. And they'll be like, <laughs> you look ugly. <laughs> you look stupid. Like, yeah. why do you do this? Like, why do you do that? Yeah. So I think it's it's tough. I see both sides to that one. 
Um, I saw Millennial versus Gen Z wars. Oh, that's a good one to talk about. Do anybody but the Millennials actually care about that? No. As a Millennial? Gen Z is like, they're still all, for the most part, kids. So I'm very confused why... Well, some of them are older now. I mean, there's... Because Gen Z started at what, like... 2000. 90, I thought it was like 98. Like 98, 99 is, is when it? Gen Z started. Either way... And like some of the... I mean... None of could, them are older than like 22, 23. Like... Oh, well, yeah, but that's... I mean... Younger still. For And for the most part, they're all like younger kids still. Like the majority of them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. Did We made <laughs> fun of the... I mean, I'm a pretty young millennial, but I mean... Because I, I was born of, in 92. Gen X really doesn't get any shit, I feel like. Gen X is all... It's always we skip to the boomers, and, like, we make fun of the boomers. Yeah, but that's the millennials. When the millennials were... When we were young, we were still, like, the hip, cool ones. You well, know and what people, I mean? people told us we were... What were we? The most entitled generation. The generation that was killing family values. What we I were, think... We were, like... we People painted us in a very bad light when I we were think, the new generation. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, it's okay. I'm in teacher mode. Um... What I think millennials actually get mad at, like elder millennials, is Gen's, the attitude of Gen Z being like, well, why didn't you just do this activism shit when like you were where we are? And I think millennials get mad because they're like, well, the world was different, so we couldn't. And I think Gen Z doesn't always understand that. But because the, the one thing I've seen a lot on TikTok is like the romantization of like, like the, the emo, like scene culture. Oh, yeah. And it's like, these like, and they're like, oh, I was so jealous if you lived. No, you, you know, you weren't jealous of that because it wasn't, it wasn't socially acceptable to be gay. Yeah, trans wasn't even. I mean, that was barely on anybody's well, the same radar. Way people were like, oh, I, I, I romanticize about living in the twenties or the fifties or and the fifties. Like, well, <laughs> well uh, women couldn't vote, yeah. and segregation was a thing. Jesus. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I think for Personally, me, I don't really give a shit. I'm low key like on the millennial or the Gen Z side of things. I'm a I'm a cusper, so I'm right on the cusp of Gen Z and millennial. Don't say that. I am, you're and you're a cusper. I am. That's what I. That's what they say. You're don't cu- they say you're, you're a zennial, zillennial? I don't say that. I feel like that's worse than cusper. But do you? you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you. You're kind of on the younger end of millennial, but I think that like. I think the whole war in general is kind of stupid because I think most of us kind of want the same things. Yeah. I think that sometimes, I, I just wish there weren't so many, like, you know that song that's like, it's like the girl on TikTok, she's like, Gen Z, you can suck it. And yeah. she's like, literally like, I love my skinny jeans and my side part. And it's yeah. like, okay, go Everybody off. Everybody makes fun of the generation above them. So True. I don't give a shit if people make fun of me. And we all get to make fun of boomers. Tea. That's where we Because they ruined the world. <laughs> You're not wrong. With capitalism, credit scores, and pollution. You're not wrong. And racism. Um, can't forget that. Girl Scout cookie flavors. I po- I tweeted this today. Hashtag. Wait, no. You like, at you like Charles, it. not Joe. Is there that my go. Instagram? My um, okay. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I promise I'm a younger uh, millennial. Because <laughs> I promise I'm cool. <laughs> um, you just shaved your head so you didn't have to have a conversation about the side part versus middle part debate, didn't you? You just didn't want any part of it, I, so you just shaved your head. How my hair wow. was, I could. You, can wow. you imagine if I middle parted my hair? <laughs> look really bad. It would look like low tide on the I beach. Know. <laughs> like, middle part. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, mine is the s'mores. I love the s'mores Girl Scout cookies. I, I tweeted this today, and yeah. I stand by it. There are two types of this, and, and again, this is a millennial thing to say. There are two types of people in the world. People who like Thin Mints and people who don't. I hate Thin Mints. Because 
Thin mint is obviously the best f- flavor. No. People who don't like mint are weak-willed. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, we're not. I was looking for another question. Weak-willed. Uh, you can't handle the flavor, the delicious, sweet, intense flavor of mint. Oh, my God. I feel like you're one step, basically, you're basically on the same level of people who can't take spice. Just, um, just shut up. <laughs> You're just dissing me. He's just doing a diss track against no, me I, now. I don't know. Thin Mint is delicious. Mint ice cream is my... Mint is my fla- favorite flavor. So... I hate that. And I will fight to my death. Are shoes over $100 really worth it? No. Period. It depends. No. It depends on the shoe, I think. This is... This you is... only own two pairs of shoes... You can't speak on this. And, and they were sorry. Three. One of them was more expensive than a hundred dollars, but it's because I wear a size sixteen and a half <laughs> Wide. four e. So uh, I would say no. Like if it, it, I really have a problem with any like expensive things that their only purpose in life, the only reason that they have the cost that they have, is because they are they look nice or they are associated with a brand. It's it's like designer bags. You can never talk. You we can't know, talk about you it. You want to see us go back to the middle ground so fast that it will be about designer bags. Designer anything. Me and Hannah have opposite. Have views. had some of the biggest fights in our relationship. Tears over designer bags. Tears like actual tears. Um, not not fights. I would say just like. Oh no, we fought. We have fought, but it's really just because you're very mean about it, and it's a low key like you. Your views about designer items are low key rooted in sexism, and I feel very comfortable saying that because okay. when your favorite rapper raps about going to buy thousands of dollars in Louis Vuitton and dropping bands on a sports car, you don't think that they're a bad person but if you see a girl on the internet buying a chanel bag you think that she's a bad person for that's that that's where i disagree with you you don't though you've admitted to me that that's the case well with a song it's lyrics but yeah, if they do it lyrics. when they do it then it becomes but all of your favorite rappers wear expensive sh- all they wear is expensive shit and i think it's stupid no you useless. don't when they brag about it and flex about it in their songs you don't think it's but, a bad but that's thing. just a song i'm mm-hmm. I, it's not nope. I, i'm nope. not reading that I'm not censoring the lyrics of the song because I don't think that flashing material like I will not budge on this. You will not convince me. That I it's don't. Not I don't hate key. the song "Our House in the Middle of the Street." I don't hate that song because it's about property ownership. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that song about property? Ownership? I don't know, but you get what I'm saying. I don't even think that song's about. Broke into our old apartment. I, I don't know. listen to that because an apartment exists. Yeah, like I, but the I, song is whatever. But I don't think. But there are songs where the it's the it's the entire purpose of the song is to flex how much money these people have, and you are fine with that. But the second it's a YouTuber who, and don't get me wrong, I don't like the flexing of it all, like the culture around flexing. We agree on that. That the like showing off your shit on the internet or like showing off all the nice things you have. Mm. Like we both agree that we don't really like that. However, I where we disagree is is if the buying of the bag in and of itself is it is a flex if or the, the buying of the shoes. If the went out tomorrow 
and made a and bought a Birkin bag, I would think it was a, a crime well, Birkin against bags, humanity. Birkin bags are a lot. That's a okay. If you story. Went, but if you went out and bought a Chanel bag, I would yeah. think it was a crime against humanity. If you wrote a song about it, I wouldn't care it's about the song. It's not a crime against humanity. This is where you get. This is where this is where you lose me. You I get understand so, I'm you don't say you are. You're very. This is where we get in fights because you're not. You're not just saying like. Oh, I don't. I disagree. Like I wouldn't do that with my money. You're not saying that. You're saying you are a morally corrupt person for doing that. I'm not saying that it's morally corrupt. I'm say, saying that you are taking part in an action, an action that is intrinsically morally flawed. Because the only reason a hundred dollar sneaker gets its value, or let's say a, a, a pair of Yeezys gets mm-hmm. its value, is because it looks nice. But the only reason that it's defined as looking nice is because poor people can't afford it. That is where the value comes from. Same thing with designer bags. There is no bag on earth that looked... I wouldn't even pay... The Mona Lisa, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even pay $20,000 for. Mm -hmm. So there's no bag on earth Mm -hmm. that is worth... That looks so gorgeous that it's worth $20,000. Yeah, that for sure. But if we're talking like lower level stuff... I'm, this is where we disagree. Because I agree with you that there's no bag on earth that is worth $20,000. Like, a thousand percent. If we're talking, like, $1,100, I feel a little bit differently. I feel like, yeah, some bags is, are worth that for is me. The, the low-end luxury bag market is what allows the high-end luxury bag market to exist. Because they have an affordable level, then the ultra-rich have to be like, well, we can't have the coaches oh, with the peasants. I see what you're saying. So then Birkin exists. I see what you're saying. And even the fact that you you want to buy a bag based solely on its look gives a, a, the but look. that's fashion in general. But the look is based, it's not, the, all of aesthetics is based on looking, the, and this is where there, you could poke a hole in our, my argument, but all of the value of something looking aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. like having insane price tags associated with them, isn't because it's aesthetically pleasing. It's found aesthetically pleasing because poor people can't afford it. See, that's where I disagree with you, though, about a lot of stuff. Because, Some stuff, yes, because I disagree with diamond, you. Because look at diamond, all gems in general, the price is okay. so artificially inflated. Hold on, can we talk for a second? Yes. Because I feel like that's where it's different. I feel like, I know. I feel like different people have different mindsets, though. Because, for example, this is a great example. The Louis Vuitton Neverfull is a bag that so many people own now that it's been deemed tacky or unfashionable. It's still a, like, $1,400 bag. It's a beautiful bag. But some people think that it's tacky because so many people have it. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of people don't feel that way. People just like the bag and want to buy it. They don't care if a lot of other people have it. They don't care if it's... Like, I would buy that bag because I think that it's a really cool, practical, beautiful bag. I don't care that a lot of other people have it. I don't care that it's, oh, it's because it's hard to get. or Like, I don't give a shit about that. I think that's where the difference lies is I think some people do that, but I don't think all people who buy designer items feel that way about that stuff. Give me an example of a bag that you own. Like one that I own? Yes. Like an expensive one? Yes. Why? <laughs> I just, just for the sake of example. I own a Gucci Marmont bag. How much did it cost? It was $1,200. Okay. How much does a reusable grocery bag cost? I'm not having this discussion Okay, with you. forget about how much does a, I'll even humor you. How much does, does like a Like a Kate Spade oh, bag. Yeah. It was like it, probably 100 to 200 Okay. So are you telling me that you get $1,000 more value out of that 
second, the, the more expensive bag, mm-hmm. then you do the cheaper bag. See, here's where I You're think... You're telling me that the difference between those no, bags is, is great enough that it justifies a price cost that could feed a family for six months. Yeah, I do. And here's where I think you miss... Like, this there, is where that I value think you doesn't exist. Right. I agree with you, but this is where I think you miss what I'm saying is because... Uh, for me personally, why I saw, I don't own a lot of luxury bags. I own a couple and I've always bought them for like an occasion. So I bought that Gucci Marmot bag when I graduated from college. That was like my gift to myself for graduating college. What I think you don't get about it is because I, and I understand that I definitely get sucked into that like culture of mm-hmm. like lifestyle shit. The reason I buy those things is not because I'm like, oh, it's so much more valuable than, like, my Kate Speed bags. It's not because of that. For me, it's like this is a treating myself thing. I am treating myself to this product. I worked very hard. I saved up. I planned. I looked at reviews on what I was going to buy. It's like a big-ass purchase, but I'm treating myself to this purchase. And I think that that's where it gets conflated with you because, for me, it's like this is my reward. Like, I finished my bachelor's degree. This is my reward for finishing that. Whereas how you look at it is like, oh, it has to be this like mm, practical everything, everything, everything. Yeah. Like when you treat I, yourself like that, I don't feel like you have to have all. It doesn't have to check all of those boxes that you would like to check. If that makes sense. I don't think you're a bad person for desiring luxury <laughs> items. I think that you're a victim because okay. society has conditioned you. Are you just ignoring you. everything I said? No, you are. You don't even address that those points. I'm trying I'm to like, address it right oh, now. Oh, okay, go ahead. Society has conditioned you. To believe that that is something that is is suitable to be a reward. That's fair. Because I'll admit, yeah, I'll admit to that. That's I mean, fair. that bag twelve hundred dollars. I mean, we could have we we could have gone to a spa for a weekend, and that could have been your reward for that same price. But instead, can I say something that's a little bit just to rebuttal to that? Yes. Though, in my defense to that. The only way I would have ever bought a bag like that and the only way I ever buy the bags I have is if I can afford to do both. So I'm not gonna I'm not like depriving us of a spot and I don't think people should buy stuff that they feasibly just can't. This is where I think people get tricked is because people think it's normalized to buy a $3,000 bag. So you save up all that money and that's like your sole thing. When in reality, it's like save up the money but make sure that you're not depriving yourself of other shit too to afford something like that. This is where things get tricky for me because it's at the same time, the the socialist or communist or whatever you want to say inside of me comes out. Because at the same time, it's, it's wrong... That, How do I explain that this? I can do that, and it's when wrong to people, gatekeep that. It's wrong that you can do that while people are yeah. starving on the street. And yes. I just want to clarify, I don't think it's bad. Like, you're not – it's not like we're like some – I'm not saying somebody who makes a salary of like $100,000 a year should be guilty about how much money they make and should give all their money to the poor. Yeah. Because the problem is that it's not that – we don't need to adjust in the sense where we take all of the money from like – the ultra rich. This is a totally separate discussion because yes. we should take their money. Absolutely. But like for the for the average, if your normal net worth level, starts with a B, then we're taking all of your money. The <laughs> average normal level richness, yeah. like you know, just being comfortable. I'm not saying we need to cut your wages in half yeah. to pay for like homelessness. It's the problem that we don't we don't have the support system in the bottom. I agree. So the bottom should be higher. So I agree. I'm not I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't like. No, I agree. You, you're bad for having like money. I'm not yeah. saying that. Okay. But I think the problem is society has conditioned you to spend that money in certain ways because it supports capitalism and it supports the distinguish, 
establishing lines between the classes. I don't. And your I do not disagree. You're a victim. I don't disagree, but I disagree with the victim part. But what I would say to you is, I just think it's a little bit because I think sometimes you stand on your high horse with this I topic. Do. Which I'm not, you know, I get it. But I will say there are a lot of people who would say that we talked about our honeymoon last week. There are a lot of people that would say that that is this, literally the same thing. The fact that we're spending one of our hotels, I think it's like an, an ex- yeah. it's, a, it's a luxury bag a night to stay at that hotel. And we're able to do that. And we are like talking about it. And we do that. And I think people would give that same rebuttal back to you and say, well, you do this, 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 and this. How do you justify you being able to do it? But if I want to I'll spend my money how. this way, I'm not even saying it for me. I'm saying the people that might comment who might disagree with you. What would be the difference to you I'll in a, you a hotel how. night versus like a bag? Because I think that there is a large difference between a material object mm-hmm. and a and an experience. Because it, at, at the end of the day, your life, and this might be getting too deep, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the only thing that you go out of this world with is the experiences you had. Okay. Because you can't take the bag with you. You can't mm-hmm. take the car with you. So I place a higher value on experiences than I do on uh, material items. And I'm not saying that the, the honeymoon that we're going on isn't like, uh, isn't, you know. Luxurious. Luxurious, right? I'm not saying that. But, I mean, it's not like we're staying. There's one hotel that's super expensive. Two hotels that are super even expensive. The tri- I don't think we can justify it with that, though, because even the trip itself is very excessive. But, but can I just say this? Yes. Is that, do you understand? Just to, You just say so many points. I want to, like, follow I up know, with my I'm point. That's okay. I, I love that you're passionate. I would just say to that, can you understand that other people might not have those same priorities as you, and that doesn't make them that's bad That's fine, people? and I would be fine with somebody to challenge me on what I'm saying right now. Well, I'm trying to, but you know, <laughs> you've heard all my arguments before, so yeah. you have rebuttals. It's true. Now, the I, one other thing I would say as well, backing off of this argument and going mm-hmm. back to like the lower-end luxury shoes and, and bags and stuff, is the other innate problem with them is the more of them you have, the less valuable that they become to you. I would because, agree with that. Because even like a PlayStation, I pay $500 for it, but I'm going to use that PlayStation for literally thousands of hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, So if you're looking at a bag, taking the aesthetics aside, because mm-hmm. I already talked about that, you have a $12,000 bag or mm-hmm. $1,200 bag. Yeah. Okay. The second you have that bag, there's already an equation for like the utility cost of that bag per second that you use it, or we'll say per per see, hour that you use I, it. This is where because you and I you're can paying, I say something quickly. You, let me can I just okay, finish. Okay. Yes. If you're using that bag for, let's say you use it, let's be generous and say you're wearing that bag and using it for 1,200 hours, yes. which is very generous because that's is. never going to happen. But that, that bag has a utility cost of $1 per, per hour that you use it. Mm-hmm. The, second, the second that you buy another bag, that utility cost on both bags goes up. Mm-hmm. So you're wasting more money. When you buy a third bag, the utility cost on that bag goes up. Mm-hmm. Because now you own three bags, you're going to use all of them less. So these people that have 40 pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. like... You, you're, I don't know. I don't know. I don't My know. only rebuttal to that, because this is where our argument always goes, and this is where Charles and I fundamentally disagree, and is that you don't always have to get your return on investment on absolutely everything you own. Like, I believe that you can own things that you just make you happy, and that you shouldn't, you know, but it's not a, excessiveness. There's obviously an excessive side to everything we're talking about. There's two 
hyper like caring too much about that and there's way too not caring enough about that but yeah. I do think there's a middle ground where it's like it's okay to own some things because I don't own you know I don't own, own like an exorbitant amount of like purses or probably sneakers Shoes, I own, I would say I own way do. too many sneakers but I wouldn't say that I own like an insane amount but for me they make me happy I like having different yeah. options every day I like the the style that it can bring me I like that a pair of shoes can change the look that I have like that's yeah. why for me it's worth it I don't care about the hour per cost that I am wearing those sneakers <laughs> like I just don't give a shit like I don't care so I, I think that know. that's where you and I fundamentally yes, disagree I, a little okay. bit okay I I, I, I get that I might not be right here. Like, I'm just building this no, theory your, off of yeah. my personal values. But this is what but, I've been wanting you to admit for, like, six years, is that you build your argument off of your personal values, which is fine, but, but you don't admit that, and you say everybody else sucks because they don't have your personal I values. I just think that... You know what I mean? Valuing, using society's resources, generally speaking, to the most, to the best, the best... To the benefit of the highest number of people is the morally correct thing. So when I see things that are obvious, but you wastes, ignore, but you ignore all other facets of society by saying you. I understand that in an ideal world, yes, that would be phenomenal. But you don't even live like that. You don't even do things like that, like in your personal day to day life. Like we will eat takeout where you don't like take the time to break no, down and perfectly recycle every single thing we get. You don't take I try the, to. Uh, yeah, but you you don't sometimes because yeah. you're not perfect because we no, don't live I know, in a perfect I know. world. But I think I think the problem I have such a problem with bags and don't even get me started on jewelry because I could go all day on jewelry is because I don't do I don't do jewelry. Is because um, it's just such a flagrant waste of resources. I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. I think that was an interesting topic. We've wanted to do... One of our first podcasts we ever filmed was actually about this topic we filmed. And it was just so brutal of a conversation. Yeah. Because we hadn't have had all the conversations we've had leading up to, like, now. We've had a lot more conversations since then about it. it, But the first time time we ever did it was on the podcast. And we never uploaded the episode. Yeah. Because it really just got so intense of us being, like... Because we just don't have, we don't have a middle this, ground. The on conclusion that, one. that we've reached on this is don't ask, don't tell policy. Pretty much, yep. Is I'm like, I I understand it's important to you. Yeah. So do it, but do it responsibly, yes. and also just don't tell me about it yep. because well, that's what we've come to. Yeah, I think because it works I well. I love you so much, yeah. and I wish I could be supportive of this issue, I don't but I just you can't. To be. Yeah. I just can't. I do don't. It. I don't care that you're not supportive. My one thing, I guess, I should just say what a lot of people were speculating about like what I was going to buy in Paris because we did talk about that. I'm going to buy a bag. It's like a bag I've wanted for a really long time. And we we talked at length about it and we kind of came up with like, okay, I'm going to save X amount to do this. I'm not going to buy certain other things to do this because this is like my, it's basically my gift to myself for our wedding. Like it's my way to commemorate our wedding basically. Um, and we talked at length about it and that's how we kind of got on this discussion a lot. And I think what we just came to was he was like, I'm proud of you that you can do something like that. And I'm proud of you that you can like afford that. I just don't support it morally. So I'm just not going to go with you. (laughs) And I was like, fine, fair. That makes perfect sense. Totally get it. Let's do just one more fun question. Somebody says, read what Reddit says about you. That would be a fun podcast. I don't want to do that. We already Um, did a video on that. And the problem with it is it made it worse because we gave those people attention in the short run, and then like they were like, "Oh, well, now we know she's looking, so we're going to be even meaner." That did happen, yeah. And so, we we haven't talked about it since. Although then. I still think it would be a great idea to 
pretend to. Uh, I still I think it would be a great idea to. I, I have two great ideas. One, to like just do an anonymous interview with a poster who posts on like a hate forum just to understand why they do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And just to understand, and I'm not talking about like constructive criticism, but the people are, who are like, oh, I see Charles gained another chin this week. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would just like to know, I, so I, can't, it, I can't comprehend that mindset. Yes. So I, I would genuinely be interested in like digging into it more. And my second good idea. Some people would say, go as far to say though that I am one of those people, that I am a hater who just spews hate on the internet about other people. That is true, but I think the difference... Because some people's view of, like, their perception of hate is, like, the, Right, but I think the difference is most most commentary channels, mm-hmm. most, flirt with the line of hate and constructive criticism. I agree. Whereas, like, talk, there's never constructive criticism when you're talking about somebody's body yeah. or their appearances or stuff like that. But, but the reason that I do what I do on my channel and the videos that I post is because I see... I, I want to hold people accountable. Right. So I think that maybe they might just say, well, we just want to hold her accountable. And I think the difference is, like, somebody who's like, Spewing. I hated Hannah's hair this week. Yes. Is like, that's not, that, there's that's, no, there's no accountability to be had. Right. There's <laughs> nothing, my hair sucks. That's, that's coming from, a, but whatever. No, yeah. I can't wait for your dad to text me about my homeowner. The landlord's my, my thing. landlord rant. Yeah. My, my sister texted me last time I went, does Charles know that dad is like a landlord? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he knows. I was like, I don't think he cares necessarily there's a difference between liking somebody personally and disagreeing with i know to be fair he's trying to get out of that so we'll see how that goes but all right that's gonna be it from us thank you guys so much for watching we'll see you in the next one also let us know down below how you feel about us making some i already started waving now what do i do do i just stop do i keep waving what am i supposed to do we'll talk about it next time bye bye